Hey there, this is Harriet, and I wanted to go ahead and apologize for any uh, sounds that you may hear, notifications. I'm trying to figure out where the notifications are hidden within these apps, and as soon as I figure that out, I will get rid of that noise. But I wanted to go ahead and complete this crash course, and it's only going to take me a few minutes. I wanted to introduce you to three skills that will change your life. These skills are social intelligence, cognitive, and emotional intelligence. Now, the founding father of emotional intelligence is Daniel Goldman. So those of you who want to read a little bit more about emotional intelligence and what all it entails, he is the founding father of it. His name again is Dr. Daniel Goldman, and his last name is spelled G-O-L-E-M-A-N. He wrote Emotional Intelligence and Social Intelligence, The New Science of Human Relationships. So I want to strongly encourage you ladies to check that out. First, I wanted to define what these three skills are. Cognitive intelligence is one's ability to learn, remember, reason, solve problems, and make sound decisions, as well as judgments. Emotional intelligence is a skill in perceiving, understanding, and managing feelings and emotions. Social intelligence is the capacity to effectively navigate and negotiate complex social relationships and environments. Again, this is so much, I know this is a lot of information at one time, but again, I want to encourage you to check out Dr. Daniel Goldman, last name G-O-L-E-M-A-N, who is the founding father of emotional intelligence. And he came onto the scene in 1995 and it will just blow your mind. The information that he has available on how these skills can be vital uh, in your career and personal success. Now I'm going to read something to you ladies, because it was very helpful to me as I have had to deal with quite a few uh, unique personalities and uh, people on my journey. And I just want to encourage you ladies that may be having a tough time that it's normal to come across foolish behaving people. I'm going to read this to you. I did not write it, but it is an excellent article about suffer fools gladly. Let's get started. In the course of your life, you will be continually encountering fools. There are simply too many to avoid. We can classify people as fools by the following rubric. When it comes to practical life, what should matter is getting long-term results and getting the work done in as efficient and creative a manner as possible. That should be the supreme value that guides people's actions but fools carry with them a different scale of values. They place more importance on short-term matters, grabbing immediate money, getting attention from the public or media, and looking good. They are ruled by their ego and insecurities. They tend to enjoy drama and political intrigue for their own sake. When they criticize, they always emphasize matters that are irrelevant to the overall picture or argument. They are more interested in their career and position than in the truth. You can distinguish them by how little they get done or by how hard they make it for others to get results. They lack a certain common sense 
getting worked up about things that are not really important while ignoring problems that will spell doom in the long term. The natural tendency with fools is to lower yourself to their level. They annoy you, get under your skin, and draw you into a battle. In the process, you feel petty and confused. You lose a sense of what is really important. You can't win an argument or get them to see your side or change their behavior because rationality and results don't matter to them. You simply waste valuable time and emotional energy. In dealing with fools, you must adopt the following philosophy. They are simply a part of life, like rocks or furniture. All of us have foolish sides, moments in which we lose our heads and think more of our ego or short-term goals. It is human nature. Seeing this foolishness within you, you can then accept it in others. This will allow you to smile at their antics, to tolerate their presence as you would a silly child and to avoid the madness of trying to change them. It is all part of the human comedy, and it is nothing to get upset about or lose sleep over. This attitude of suffer fools gladly should be forged in your plan for dealing with foolish people on your journey, during which you're almost certainly going to encounter this type. If they are causing you trouble, you must neutralize the harm they do by keeping a steady eye on your goals and what is important and ignoring them if you can. The height of wisdom, however, is to take this even further and to actually exploit their foolishness, using them for material for your work. Now, that sounds a little extreme, but it's interesting, ladies. As examples of things to avoid. So you're going to use their behavior as examples of things to avoid so that it doesn't continue. In this way, their foolishness plays into your hands, helping you achieve the kind of practical results they seem to disdain. Now, this is a bit manipulative here now, but, but I'm not the author of this. But the point that I'm trying to make about reading this article is the interesting observation that the author makes about suffering fools gladly. It means that there's no way to avoid these type of behaviors. Now we know that the Bible speaks against calling a person a fool, but we're not talking about the person. We're going to deal with the behavior here. Now the behavior of people can really surprise you. But part of being emotionally intelligent and socially competent is being able to maneuver through difficult personalities and complex relationships. Now, I just wanted to share this with you. You can do whatever you want with it. I'm not trying to impose a way of thinking on you. There are parts of this article that I don't agree with, but then there are some that I do. I hope that you have enjoyed this. Suffer fools gladly. Have a great day. Bye.